So what often goes through a narcissist's mind when they see you cry? Now, I'm sure there's been times if you've interacted with a narcissist, been involved with a narcissist, where you've had emotions, you've had feelings, and you've cried, or you've gotten upset in front of them, or you've had a panic attack, or whatever has drawn you to that place of feeling high emotions. It's happened, and it's happened in front of the narcissist. A lot of times, they will have a couple different responses. They'll either rage back at you, they'll get mad that you're showing emotion, and they'll start yelling, screaming, pushing you into a corner, like really triggering you to cry even more, to have more of a response. Other times they'll just shut down. They'll literally stonewall. They'll sit there on the couch while you're beside them or across from them, and you'd literally be weeping your eyes out, and they won't move a muscle. They won't even blink. Perhaps they'll even turn on the TV or pick up their phone and distract themselves from whatever is going on. Other times they just leave uh, and just act like it's never happened. Other times, like I said, with the rage, they'll just accelerate it where they even get to the point where they might mimic you or even like mock you. Uh, these people sometimes will get to the place where they enjoy seeing someone else's pain and they'll make fun of it. And it's, it's really awful. It's really not a good place to be when someone is interacting with that. So why does that happen? You know, a lot of times the narcissist is coming from a place of shame or vulnerability or insecurity that has kind of produced them or made them to be the way they are. And sometimes they've got to the place where they've shut down their emotions. They can literally walk into a room, be like, I can't feel in this moment. I shouldn't feel, so I'm going to shut it down. That a lot of times happens in like the stonewalling effect where you're crying, you're ex explaining your feelings, trying to talk through emotions, and they literally just like blank stare you. Like they don't interact, they don't communicate, anything like that, and they literally shut down. Whether that's picking up their phone, watching TV, playing a game, maybe even walking out. And a lot of times they're doing this because they've conditioned themselves over a period of time when they get into an uncomfortable situation that they're not comfortable with. Because remember, they haven't processed their emotions, they haven't learned how to um, grow through that emotional growth process. A lot of times they'll get to a place where they'll just literally shut down. And a lot of times it's a um, reaction response of I'm feeling uncomfortable, I'm feeling vulnerable, I'm feeling these emotions that I've never had to think about or had to process, so I'll just shut down so I don't feel them. If I don't feel them, then they're not real. If they're not real, then they don't exist and I don't have to worry about them. I can focus on something else. This is why a lot of narcissists will come out and say that you're manipulating them or you're trying to coerce them with your tears or with like how you're crying or being upset or things like that. Because a lot of times the narcissist will use those tactics to be able to manipulate and coerce someone else to do something. So as a result, they think this person has it out for me. This person's going to get me. Um, with narcissism, a lot of times they're not in tune with their feelings. Again, they've been brought up with either like physical, emotional, mental abuse or trauma that a lot of times has put in like this like safety reaction of like, I'm just going to shut down. Other times the narcissist will get to the place where they'll just rage and they'll get more upset. They'll get more frustrated. They'll start yelling and screaming at you crying. Um, with this, a lot of it actually comes back to shame. 
and comes back to the place where there's small moments where they start to realize that what they did caused a response. And the response they got from you wasn't one that they liked. So that means it hits their ego, it hits their pride. But sometimes that response that they get isn't one they like because they realize, even for a slight second, that they realize the reason that you're crying or the reason that you're upset is directly correlated back to them. Now, for most people, we think like, yeah, that's obvious. For a narcissist, that's not very obvious. And it's few and far between where they actually see that or realize that. So let's say you're crying and I'm here. I see that you're crying. And with you crying, I start to realize, hey, the reason you're crying is because of me. Now, if I think about that thought, that thought doesn't fit in my reality. That thought doesn't fit in my reality that I'm the number one person, that my ego is off the chart, that I'm the greatest thing in the world, I'm the best husband, I'm the best listener, I'm the best friend, I'm the blah, 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 blah. Keeps going. That thought doesn't fit in my reality. So I have to be able to get rid of that thought as fast as possible. So if I think, hey, what I have done has caused you pain, there's that shame and that guilt that I'm thinking that I can't acknowledge that. That's not something I can mentally, emotionally process. So I have to be able to get rid of it as quick as possible. So I might come back and tell you to stop crying. Doesn't do anything. I might get more frustrated, like, no, like, really, like, stop crying doesn't happen. So as a result, I get more frustrated at that shame and that guilt that I'm feeling. Even if it's for it's a, even if it's for a brief second, I feel more frustrated at that. I've got to bury it as fast as I can. So as soon as I can bury it, if I can't get you to stop crying, if I can't get you to shut up with whatever you're saying or the tears that you're feeling or whatever might be going on, then I might stonewall, I might walk away, or I'll turn it into rage because I'm getting frustrated that I can't get the desired result. I can't get rid of this thought. So as a result, I'll get more frustrated. I'll be like, why won't you stop crying? Like, come on. Like, do you not understand what time it is? Like, I need to go to sleep. Like, whatever it might be. Like, that's when the yelling, the rage accelerates and gets even worse. And then what happens is, does it stop? No, it doesn't because you've just added more fuel to the fire. So then the other person is there. So you're there and you're still crying. You're still upset. That accelerates it even a little bit more because the narcissist then sees, oh wait, I screwed up the first time. I caused the initial response that made me think this. Now I caused the second response, which was based on the same thing. And as a result, I feel more shame, more guilt. Oftentimes we go through that same exact cycle and get back to the place where I start yelling even more, or I might start throwing something, or I might start punching something because that's the next step in trying to do whatever I can to be able to get rid of the thought that I might be responsible for your reaction, that I might have caused you pain, and that I might have to actually acknowledge that there's shame and guilt associated with that concept of causing you pain. Now, some people don't like to hear this. Some people don't like to think that narcissists have anything to do with shame, that they're just these evil creatures and everything. Um, and that's fine if that's what you think. But I'm just trying to share my perspective of some of the stuff that I've been working through and some of the things that I've really seen be eye-opening to me of like understanding a cycle, understanding at times like people that aren't set out to destroy other people's lives, but have been brought up in a place where they're not emotionally secure. They're not mentally secure with how they've been brought up with abuse, with trauma, with different things in their lives that has turned them into the person here they are today. And that's why I'm on here. 
I'm on here to talk to people about narcissism and to help people um, it, that struggle with narcissism to get into therapy, to work on cutting the lies and get to a place of healing and growth. And then I also work with people that have been abused by narcissists and are struggling with breaking out of the trauma bond or working through different things. So as a result, um, I have on my website, rawmotivations.com, where people can go on, they can schedule a time with me just to be able to meet over like Zoom and do like a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Like sometimes I'm answering questions of why a narcissist does something so the other person can understand and have peace of mind. Other times I'm trying to work through different things that they've thought of or that they're questioning themselves to be like, hey, did the narcissist actually care? Well, let's go back and let's revisit what they've actually done or how they've actually acted. And a lot of times this can help other people find healing and find growth and be able to change their lives in different ways. Uh, if you like what you see here, follow me on uh, YouTube, uh, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, anything like that. Uh, would love to be able to interact with you as well. So thanks so much for watching.